Today on the podcast, we have a convo with Elise Anderson, who's a full-time working mom with two kids who has become a brand new friend of ours. Today, she's going to talk through some of the best ways that she's found to delegate and take a couple bricks out of that mom bag that's plaguing us all. Based on what I've heard of you, Jen has a girl crush on you. Oh, I totally do. Oh, I'm, I'm here for it. Lisa's the owner so, of Elicity PR here in Nashville. She's amazing. Did I give yeah. you, is that the right props? I don't know about the amazing part. And amazing is certain. <laughs> um, but we do a little bit of marketing, a little bit of branding, stuff like that. So, And yeah. overall, she's just an amazing oh. mom of two Yay. adorable little girls. Join our mom tribe. Yeah, please. You're in. I love it. It's an honor to be part of it. <laughs> well, Elise and I had coffee because my, my husband had been telling me, you have got to meet this girl. She lives in Mount Juliet. She's amazing. <gasps> You're Mount Juliet, Oh, yeah. Too? I love it. No, yeah. I've lived in, um, in MJ for... Gosh, 10 years now. Well, what was so great about her is we met for coffee and she starts just, first of all, she tells me about this amazing blog she's starting and her journey as a mom felt so just totally synchronous with what we were doing. Talking about mom bricks, all of the, like the burdens that we carry as moms that are invisible that we gladly do and would do a million times over every single day, you know, for the love and sort of health of our families. But it's a lot. And she started saying the same exact thing to me and we were going in this studio to record this episode and I was like you need to come on we need to talk well and it's perfect timing because there were a lot of mom bricks today oh my gosh <laughs> tell us about those mom bricks <laughs> what's in your what's in your purse today got so many mom bricks I mean it was just one of those days where I, I kind of saw it coming a little bit I felt like today might be a little tough and I was doing everything I could uh, to get to get all my ducks in a row and make it less tough and it just was still tough I have a four-month-old daughter <gasps> oh. um, and she is just, I call her my happy pill. She's the, her name's Amelia. She's the loveliest human being. And I think she's just going to be a gem. Um, but she is not as easygoing as my older daughter, Olivia was. And so, I mean, they say every child's different and they couldn't be more correct about that. Um, so <laughs> Emmy is one of that like, if she's not in a dark place in her bassinet swaddled, she does not nap. And I was at a content shoot with a client all day and she's still so young. I just take her with me. And it was a really bad idea. <laughs> she busted me full time. The whole time. And, you know, I, by the end of the day, I was like, I've been trying to eat better. And I was like, I'm going to go get myself a Diet Coke. I've earned a Diet Coke. And I went to McDonald's, got my Diet Coke, got on the highway took a sip and it was completely flat and <sighs> to hell with today to hell with today <laughs> one of the things that you and I talked a lot about that I found so fascinating was this idea that all of us moms need mental health breaks like we just totally do yeah. and when we take them there's this idea that we're weak but men yeah. take them all the time yeah yeah, I think I posted it on our stories the other day that um, no dad oh, ever sorry. says I'm a working dad. Right, right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. For working moms, that's so true. That um, is I was, weird. Yeah, no dad ever says, oh yeah, I'm a working dad. But we all say we're working moms. I'm a full-time working mom. Like that's yeah, all of our verbiage, right? It's fascinating. It is. It's really interesting. Um, I have a friend in the music industry and she doesn't, she doesn't have kids or anything, um, but she is a higher up in the music industry, works for a major label and and she said once, she's like, I just think it's such that we're allowed to cuss on the show, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, as, as women, it's like I need a, a, a mental health break. And people are like, but why? And guys just go and take a day and play golf. 
And right. she's like, why don't we get our golf day? Like, where's our golf day? And it's encouraged. But if we uh, take a spa day, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, they're they're divas. They're being like high maintenance moms. Right. You know, how dare we right. get a massage? I know. And she she said something really on a completely separate occasion. We were out for lunch and she said something really powerful. I was rubbing my shoulder or something. And she goes, I see you keep rubbing your shoulder. What are you going to do about that? And like, we just don't even think that we can give ourselves permission to do something about it. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, and I'm, I'm really trying to learn to set boundaries. I was telling Jen about all the boundaries I'm learning to set with clients, with friends, with family members, um, you know, but when it comes to working, um, I'm really, really trying to, to get across to everyone I work with that if we're not taking care of ourselves and the best, you know, versions of ourselves we can be, we're no good for anybody else. So like, you know, if I have a client that's a little more demanding, um, you know, sometimes I'll just honestly say, you know, I'm taking, I'm taking tomorrow. Um, I'll be offline. You can, you can hit Avery or Brittany or Heather, you know, um, but I'm going to, I'm going to go offline because like, I need this to be good for you next week. And I'll say that, you know, and, and I think, that needs to be normalized a little bit more. <laughs> I don't think we say that enough. We don't advocate for ourselves like ever. It's so true. Yeah. We were talking about uh, how as women, we tend to martyr ourselves. So yep. if we are yep. moms and then we're also working, oh, but I can do this and I can do that. And I can yeah. also handle this. And it's, it's like, like the overworking badge. It is. And yeah. it's like, oh no, it's fine. I've got this. And in a way it's like, it's like we have something to prove even if yeah. no one else expects that from us. So it's like, as much as there's this expectation from outside, there's also this expectation from inside that yep. we also have to kind of turn down the volume on. Well, and what's interesting is when you, when you try and be super woman or super mom or super anything, you're setting the standard and it becomes expected. So, so you true. don't, Ooh, that hit. when really all you're doing is raising the bar for yourself with everybody else, everybody on the outside, it's like, Oh, but like she answered me once at 10 p.m. It's perfectly acceptable to blow up her phone at 10 p.m. When it's not. It can be hard to right. set boundaries with yourself when you can't set boundaries with your kids. Right. You know, your four-month-old decides when she wants your attention. And yep. if that's in the middle of a shoot, then it's in the middle of a shoot. And you have no control over that. So it's almost like we just give ourselves over well, it's like to we everyone else. to be on call 24 hours a day. Yeah. It's just yeah. how it with is. With everybody. Yeah, yeah it, it's not just like with just our husbands or families or or work. It's like anybody we're in contact with. I feel like, and we've talked about this before, women are supposed to be these superheroes that we're just like well, supposed to be available at all given times. I've just had to set really, really strict boundaries. Like boundaries, boundary might as well be my word of 2021 because boundaries are are everything to me right now. And, and really lean into my team. Like I have a team of three amazing women that work for me and- I think again, like in an effort to be that superwoman, that super mom, like I take on, I bite off way more than I can shoot. We all do it. And you know, my girls are like, give us more, give us more. And so I've just really been leaning into them a lot and passing off a lot to them. And then I do things like, this is something I've done for years, honestly, even before I had any kids, but I have two phones and you know, some people think that that's excessive, but I have a work phone and a personal phone my clients have my work phone and everybody else has my personal number. And, and I just kind of, you know, on the weekends, sometimes my work phone dies and I let it, 
You know, <laughs> such a good I idea. Love I love that you are owning to delegate things because I think that's a word that moms need in their oh, yeah. life. Whether that means like you're delegating people to do your house cleaning or you're delegating yep. people to do your grocery shopping with like Instacart or something. I think yeah. that is something that can help the weight of us mothers so much. You, you talked a little bit about a blog that you're starting as a sort of outlet yep. for yourself. The blog thing is something I've wanted to do for a really long time because I love to write. And it's interesting when you're in school, no one's like, God, you're a really amazing writer. That's a talent. Like no one like earmarks that as a talent really. And so I never grew up thinking like, I was like, oh yeah, I crush an essay, but who cares, you know? And I'm realizing that writing is a talent of mine and I actually love to do it. So the blog is huge and it's a great outlet. Um, I'm really trying, I'm really trying to meditate. I'm not great at it. (laughs) Uh, I have that calm app and I try and do the 10 minute meditations and I make it to five minutes and I'm like, is this not over yet? But I'm just really trying to, I don't know if this is going to make sense. I'm trying to put some sort of a, like a daily routine in place, like little routines, but also allow myself to be flexible with those routines. Because that's another thing is I think I think we all have these really great intentions and we're like, oh, I'm going to work out and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. And and we come up with this rigid schedule for ourselves and you can't be rigid when you have kids. Like that's not a word in the vocabulary of parenting. And so, I mean, for instance, my daughter woke, my, my toddler woke up at 3.30 this morning and wouldn't go back to bed. So I've been up since 3.30. Um, and so that obviously blew my whole plan for the day. So I'm really trying to like put plans in place that, that ensure that I'm getting at least an hour of like self-care in, but being flexible with when that hour takes place. Well, that's because the best other- part. I mean, honestly, because I think one of my biggest things as a mom is there's a difference between being scheduled and having a routine. Schedules are inherently inflexible and you're you're disappointed all the time when you're not meeting a deadline, when you're not doing something right at one o'clock. But when you operate more on a routine basis where things happen in a certain order, but not necessarily always within the 30 minute time frame they're supposed to happen, it gives you this ability to be like everything's happening the way it's supposed to happen we're just like 20 minutes later today you know and it kind of flows a little better and you, you're not always sort of apologizing and it's just not always a circus it feels just a little it's a little more flexible and accommodating yeah. when you have when you have more kids well and I think I think all of us here like to accomplish we're accomplishers mm-hmm. if I have something I want to do and I'm rigid with the schedule of that and I don't for whatever reason I'm not able to make it happen like I'm really hard on myself about it I'm really like oh well there you go again you didn't take care of yourself one more time whereas you know if I can if I can sit down with Logan at the beginning of the day and say okay well like Livy woke up at 3 30 not ideal um one works for you to work out one works for me to work out or to write or to meditate or whatever you know and take it day by day versus being like every day at 6 a.m you know that really helps a lot I completely agree with that it's like that to me has been like the biggest weight off my shoulders yeah as a mom with just like a one-year-old that's so good to hear because you guys know that I'm I'm kind of set in my ways about things and so I'm just now learning that it's okay to yep. go out of my everyday schedule yeah. and just but you can still keep a routine without being on schedule yeah well I will let myself get overwhelmed because I have so much I want to accomplish but then yeah. I will also realize that only about 8 of it can actually be accomplished. And so you can't function that way because then you're constantly disappointed. I will find myself just going through a day feeling like I'm just stumbling through getting everything done. And at the end of the day, I get in bed and I'm like, 
all I want is to like kiss my baby's cheeks or, you know, play the whatever random game my eight year old wanted to play. So I feel like for me, I almost need to schedule in that time because it's sort of a curse, like Mm -hmm. wanting to be a drip. Like if you're driven, it's very, especially as a woman, because I find my husband doesn't have the same guilt if he didn't get that time every day because he knows he'll get it or he'll take a whole day where he can kind of like just go spend time or, or you know it's, it's yeah well just, I we just went through that honestly right before we got started so I've been alone with Loxley in Florida for the past couple of days and like when Jonathan picked her up tonight so I could do the podcast he's like so are you gonna make it home in time to put her to bed I'm like I'm probably not and I wanted to be like scream at him and be like I've been with her alone for three days. Yeah. We just passed like the lottery sign on 40 and we're like, what would we do if we won $562 million? We're like, well, after taxes, it would be this. <laughs> I'm always like, I would have somebody like come cook for us. And then I have Same girl. Same. I would have laundry. Laundry. Hands laundry. Down. laundry and clean up my dog hair. I would do laundry oh, if I-, I had someone come and cook for me. Laundry Maybe you guys first. could trade off. Well, I, I will come and cook for you if you do my laundry. Can we do that? <laughs> sure. I love that idea. Great. Well, we'll Elise, I'm going to say this. Thank you so, so much for joining us. So I'm inspired my, by you. Yeah, you're, you're oh, fantastic. No. And I'm really glad the girls got to meet you. Yeah, we need to hang out in person. We need to do this in person. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, this was so fun. Total honor. Thanks for asking me. I've We're actually working out the kinks with you because we've never, I mean, we did Zoom podcast records for a long time, but this is the first time we've been in the studio and actually having to loop someone in this way. So sorry, it's a yeah. little like choppy. That's okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Your name is Mom.